0: Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to, black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good.
1: I'm going to make it bend and break. Say a prayer, but let the good times roll In case God doesn't show
0: And I want these words to make things right But it's the wrongs that make the words come to life But who does he think he is? the worst you got, before. Oh boy, you know what it's time to do Janice. I can smell. I can smell an expert. <laughs> it's it's an expert fitness segment. Oh yeah. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's throw it in there. All right. As Let's... long as I don't have to do push-ups again, then I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not, not today. Okay. Not today. Uh, I thought we might just talk about uh, how better to help yourself achieve your fitness goals. And this came from a friend of mine. I was I was at a studio the other day pitching a show with my friend Andy uh, and she is she is the pregnancy fitness expert. Right. She's specialized in pregnancy fitness. And we were talking about a show for moms uh, calling it the fourth trimester. And Andy essentially Mm -hmm. goes in to help women kind of get their lives back on track. And she's she's. You know, part trainer, part life coach, because obviously it's going to throw, you know, having a kid throws your life into a bit of chaos and the marriage and all of that stuff. Um, and as we were talking, they were saying, can you tell us some stories, like some stories uh, of what we might see? Right. Things that women go through. And she had talked about a client of hers that had lived next to a supermarket. So she was uh She was early for this client and she had pulled into the supermarket parking lot to get some lunch and then was in her car just sending emails and she sees her client walk out of the supermarket and she's like oh you know and waves and then rocks up to the client and the client's got you know like a 400 calorie frappuccino in her oh hand no. and all <laughs> kinds of crap oh in the God. bag and Andy's <laughs> like what we talked about this right you know she's like what the hell and uh, i'll never forget the one time i did happen to bust a client at a supermarket with ice cream in their bag and it, it got me thinking because so many times people are like i'm not getting the results i want and as a trainer you hear that all the time i don't know i'm just not losing i'm not losing and so number one let's be honest with ourselves, okay? Let's take some responsibility when we're not cutting it. So I don't want to hear from you, I work out and I'm not losing the weight. Really? Are you having ice cream in the middle of the night? Are you having the 400-calorie frappuccino? Are you eating four slices of pizza for lunch? Are you going through the drive through If you're not being honest with yourself and then you're allowing yourself to get discouraged or disappointed with your trainer or disappointed with your exercise regimen and you're like, oh, it doesn't work. Well, yeah, because you're probably not... Hitting things on all four cylinders. How many cylinders? All the it cylinders. It depends on the type of
2: vehicle. Oh. But I All cylinders it... are not firing. All the cylinders, yeah. That's... Yeah, you got
0: to get all the cylinders to fire to make the car yeah, move forward. That's right. Yeah. It could be 12 cylinders in a sports yeah, car.
2: Exactly. Well, five. we'll just deal with the four that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I <I'm> 12. <laughs> Shut up. Do you really? I don't have... know. Is it really 12? It's fast. I know you like fast
0: cars. I do like fast cars, but now that I'm like a parent, I'm like, oh yeah. god, I gotta get a minivan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've, we got. I've been subject. driving a minivan. We <laughs> <I've> got it. To... <gasps> I know. When I moved up, you know, to to, to do what I've been doing, I Take got rid of, of I got rid of my vehicle because I didn't need it, and it was an expensive vehicle, fast. And you I like, and you got a minivan. And, I, and no, I was. I'm. I'm driving my dad's.
0: Well, I wouldn't do that publicly.
2: I have to go from A to B, but I don't you, tell a lot of people. Can you wear
0: like a disguise, like a hat? I've and worn glasses. a flop
2: when I first. I've and don't get me wrong. I'm not being ungrateful. Don't Kay. This is not being ungrateful
0: for really? the vehicle. I'm ungrateful for you. <laughs> Like, even when I, you know, I actually looked into Bentley car seats. They're not legal in America. But I was like, that's a nice looking car seat. My friend was like, I know, it's not legal. It doesn't meet security standards.
2: A Bentley (laughs) car seat probably costs more than a minivan.
0: Brittany actually called England for me, right? Because they didn't sell them in America. And she goes, I found it. I was like, fantastic. And she goes, Jill, she goes, they don't meet security standards. I can't buy this for you. And I was like, damn it. And I was like, what if we duct tape them into the car seat? I, I want to know how much a Bentley car I'm seat kidding. costs. Kidding! I don't know. We didn't. We did obviously did not buy That'd it. That would
2: be fourteen million pounds. I know, right?
0: Why are we gotten into this anyway? Be honest. Oh yeah, be honest. <laughs> be know. honest with yourself, for God's sakes. Be honest with yourself, okay? If you're cheating, for God's sake, and get yeah. real. If you want to see changes, you got to make the changes. Next one. Be clear with your trainer about how they can help you. You know, if you want bigger biceps, tell them, I want to get bigger. I want bigger biceps. Or if you just want to run a 5K, tell them that. But you can't, you've got to learn to communicate. And you also, if you don't have a trainer, you need to figure out what the hell you want out of your workout and train accordingly. So, like, mm-hmm. it's very, for example, like, um, I, I don't want to bash this one product, right? But it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a workout product. And uh, it's a series of DVDs. And I've often watched the program and thought, I don't understand who this is for. Is it for the person that wants to get smaller, like to get leaner, or is it for the person that wants to gain mass? And the program never identifies, like, this is what we do. And so you'll see women who want to get leaner and they're like, I'm not really getting smaller. I'm in great shape. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, because you're doing, you know, you're. Like stopping to do 20 pound bicep curls, but then, yeah, then you'll, then in another one of the workouts will be doing yoga or something. But there's no, the workout doesn't specify this is the science behind the workout to get you blank. Because by the way, if you want to get big and put on size, it's a completely different workout than if right. you want to get lean and you want to get shredded. Yeah. So whether it's your trainer or the class you're taking or, you're you're controlling your fitness regimen be specific with yourself about what you want to do the homework because gaining size or building muscle versus getting smaller and getting lean is totally different diet and totally different exercise next one Um, personalize the workout a little bit personalize it with your own music your fitness gear that you get you know we've talked about this before get the cool gear that makes you feel good play the music we've gotten into that one um here's one that i really like and i've worked on this recently I kind of have a little mantra now that I do when I'm working out because I just lately, I just, I'm like, oh, dear God. It's just like, you know, you're trying to squeeze it in between everything that's going on in your life and it's really the last thing you want to be doing and I'm not, I don't have time to get to the gym, so I'm using my little incline trainer. Um, And so, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm working out at home, so my ego is not even playing a part because there's nobody to impress. Right. (laughs) <laughs> or, by the way, nobody to judge me for not being impressive, which right. is really what's going on. Uh, you know, and it's tough. Like, if I'm at the gym, I'm like, I should run faster. My neighbor is looking at my speed on the treadmill, and they're thinking, that's Jillian Michaels, and this bitch is running slowly. <laughs> so, like, I'll try to run faster or whatever. But, like, when you work, hey, you're... it motivates. Oh, my God. When you're working at it all, I'm just like, oh, God, I just want to be dead, you know. Yeah. And I'll have my little mantra on it, and it's like, you know... Right now, at the moment, it's, it's for my family. And I'm like, this is for my family. This is for me to be mentally healthy and physically healthy for my family. I want to be around a long time. I want to be a mom my kids can be proud of. Like, this is important to me. So I think about that. Um, you know, whatever your mantra might be, whether you're a young kid and it's like spring break, spring break, you know, bikini, bikini, skinny jeans, uh, or you're, you know... 38 like myself and that's what you're thinking or you're 60 and you're think god knows what doesn't matter i don't care what it is have a little mantra and remind yourself why you're doing it what you're doing it for and another thing i do is i get like a vision in my head of what i see and it helps me so like i'll be listening to my music and i will think about what i'm working towards so like i'll see myself on the beach paddleboarding with my kids You know, I'll think about that. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to be that active mom. I want to be the mom that is physical with them. And like, I know that I have this neighbor. He's got like a seven year old daughter and he's always got her out on the paddleboard and into the kayak. And I and I think this sucks because my kids don't have a dad to do that with. You know, they've got Giancarlo and they've got my brother, but they don't have a dad to go and do those things with. You know, you never see the mom like, okay, get on the paddleboard, let's swim out to sea. (laughs) So I'm like, I want to be in shape to be able to do that for them. And make sure they're safe and they're okay. And, of course, yes, I'll put the life preserver on. But, you know, my, my point is before people... <laughs> because I was going to ask about no, that, I'm, you know. Well, trust me, M- Michael's takes infant on <laughs> <That's> paddleboard what... <laughs> after a Bentley car seat. <laughs> Irresponsible, selfish, narcissistic, shallow bitch that she is. But, you know, my point is just that's my vision and that's my mantra. And it helps me get through it. And even run a little bit faster, you know. Whatever it might be. So get that vision in your head. See the body that you want. See yourself living in that body. And I used to tell it to all my contestants. I was like, look, we can do this one of two ways. You can come in this gym and it can be hours upon hours of punishment. Or you can really think about your why. What is it that you want? What are you doing this for? What is it that you're hoping to achieve? And let that motivate you and drive you so you're working towards a goal as opposed to coming in and being flogged for X amount of hours at a time. So try it. And, uh, and then I would say, look, eat right, but don't go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't go crazy. I allow myself to have chocolate every day. I mean, yes, I do have, I, you know, you, the brand I like is called Green and Blacks. It's organic. But uh, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I eat pasta. I have a glass of wine. I do those things. I just do them with balance, I work them into my calorie allowance. So you don't have to go, you don't have to deprive yourself. I'm not asking you to do that, but I'm asking you to find that balance and that honesty and that truthfulness. And, you know, really, yeah, So it's all about about results and staying motivated. And last but not least, patience. If you want results from your regimen, you've got to be patient. And I am the queen of delivering fast results. Because I've always said to people, look, you know, this doesn't take a brain surgeon. Eat less, move more, you're going to lose weight. But I think the reason I, there are a couple reasons why I think I became so successful at it. But I take weight off of people fast. You know, I'm good at that. That's what I do. I can get weight off of people and make sure they're perfectly healthy. But I I do it fast. I do it faster than anyone's ever done it. And I think that's, you know, it was the thing with me. It was like I would destroy any trainer on Loser that I ever worked with because I was... Fast. I would, you know, manipulate the science and maximize every possible way to change your body quick. And I, you know, studied it and I applied it and all this crap. But the truth of the matter is, as fast as I do it, I still need patience from you. Even with body revolution, I'm asking for three months. Three months. I need three months for you, for you to really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you'll see a difference in two weeks. Sure, you will. But like, I need patience from you and you need patience from yourself. Like, you've got to stick with it patience and fortitude those two things my shrink was telling me about this the two lions outside of the New York library one says patience and one says fortitude <laughs> patience and fortitude people I'm done Wow, finished oh. do you think it would be wrong to get the you know Ferrari makes a car seat and it's um no they don't yeah, they do when it's legal here it meets the safety standards
2: well what's wrong with the one what's wrong with the Brits that they don't have I their- don't know it doesn't
0: meet the standards I don't know I just stopped thinking about it because it's like, you know, you you uh, do you
2: have to have a car seat that
0: has the Bentley insignia on it? No, I just like the way it looks like if I have to have a car seat, like I'm definitely like I'm trying to get to this place where I'm like, okay, so like I can't drive this kind of car anymore. You know what I mean? Like all these things are changing. At least we can have a fashionable car seat.
2: Well, is it a four door or is it a two door?
0: It's a four door. Four door.
2: I've seen it parked on the street.
0: Oh my fast car! Fast car. No, that's a two door. Oh yeah.
2: Well, what's the four door you're gonna get? A mini. I think you should get a mini. I used to have a
0: Lexus hybrid, and I felt really good about myself when I did. And then I got a Bronco, which is like, you know. Oh my god! I loved it. This old Bronco, (laughs) I loved it. But I don't think it's the safest car.
2: No, I want. There's I, no airbags, so I, I'm going to vote that you get a minivan, and I think you'd look. Not good a minivan.
0: In it. Let's call it a Lexus hybrid. It's not a minivan. Don't say minivan.
2: Well, you're going to need it. What if you? What if you? What if you end up having the door like,
0: doesn't slide; it opens and closes. Hence, not a minivan.
2: Well, I think the sliding's very. What handy. about that
0: Porsche Cayenne? Then I can still appear to be cool, but it you has four know. doors and it does look like a minivan. But it's a Porsche. Does it have a baby seat? a Ferrari baby Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we should stop more before I completely ruin <laughs> your, my career.
3: Your career. Moving on. Okay. Alrighty. It's empty in the valley of your heart. The sonnet rises slowly as you walk away from all the fears and all the faults you've left behind. The harvest left no food for you to eat. You cannibal, you meat teeth. You see, but I've seen the same I know the shame in your defeat But I will hold on hope And I won't let you choke On the noose around your neck And I'll find strength in pain And I will change my ways I'll know my name as it's called
0: As you can see, I have brought back my favorite doctor, Dr. Katya Van Hurley. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Uh, All right, Dr. V, I I need you here for this one because (laughs) this is about type 2 diabetes. I'm just going to give you the headline, and here it is. New research gives clear proof that weight loss surgery can reverse and possibly cure diabetes. And doctors say the operation should be offered sooner to more people with the disease, not just as a last resort. Okay, I you know that this makes me want to kill somebody. Okay, I, as a trainer, I, I I can just say, look, I'm a trainer. I have helped people lose weight. I've helped them eat better. I've helped them work out. I've seen them come off their type two diabetes medication. So, what? Please, please just help me. You you're the endocrinologist. This right. is your specialty. You are the best at this in the world. Am I wrong to be furious at this? I, just I'm done.
3: Speak. <laughs> I, I, mean, I I mean I'm rate so i understand what you're saying jillian and i think there's pros and cons to everything first of all good for them for doing a study this was a study out of cleveland clinic and they looked at about 150 patients really a big group um, bariatric surgery weight loss surgery there's several kinds right from gastric banding from Mm -hmm. bypass from actually open surgeries versus laparoscopic and we can talk about all those I don't even I'll be yeah. honest I don't understand I'm against all of them yeah. but can you, so so if you if you look at first of all what are these surgeries these surgeries are all to one end and what's the goal to make a smaller stomach so that a you absorb less calories mm. and also you have what we call early satiety so that you feel full quickly to so eat less eat less and oh by eating less and absorbing less calories, you will lose, dramatically, weight. So lap banding, and that has to do with actually putting a band, and it means laparoscopic, so that's with instruments with four to six incisions in the stomach, Mm. so it's not a cut, a big cut, where they open up your guts. But it's cameras and all different tools so they can visualize with a laparoscopic camera what they're doing. They can put bands. It's just like putting literally, I'm going to say it simply, rubber bands mm-hmm. around areas of your stomach. You know the magicians that make those balloons yeah. in the, uh, oh, at, wow. the, at the yeah. kids' the, parties? Yes. And they turn it into little hot dogs, weenie dogs, and like Mickey Mouse and all that. Okay, so they're banding your stomach so that there's certain portions that are closed off. Then there's sleeve surgeries or gastric bypass surgeries where they actually will cut out, take out a whole portion of your stomach, reconnect it to a part of the small intestine. So what you end up getting is like a pipe so that when you eat, you don't get this nice pouch like what your stomach looks like, like a nice pouch with all the different cells that you need for absorption. You actually chop those away leave maybe a third of the stomach, and then connect it directly to the small intestine. So they're fancy names for all these things. So banding, sleeve surgery, gastric bypass, it can be with the laparoscopic cameras or it can be with open Open surgery. So what kind of, what kind of uh, uh, side effects, right? I mean, come come on, come on. So if you look at the study, I think that the important thing to remember is patients that are morbidly obese and we're using body mass index right now as our targets. Body mass index has to do with weight and height. It's just a, it's a way of calculating weight and height and how much fat actually is in the body. So BMIs, body mass indices of patients that are over 30, are considered obese. If you're in a category under that, meaning if you're in a category from, say, 20 to 30, that kind of range, 25 to 30, you're overweight... But for patients over 30 for their BMI, those patients are obese, and then once you start getting 40 and higher, you're in morbid obese. Right. We know that for morbidly obese patients, and for most of us, if you're talking about a general height of a man or woman of, you know, up to, let's say, 5'5 five five to 5'8, to five 6 feet tall, you're talking about 3, 4, 500 pounds. Okay. Patients like that yeah. have a death rate within five years that is extraordinarily high. Right.
1: Okay.
3: So... In patients that really have tried and failed everything, and that there's obviously emotional components, food components, genetic components, this kind of a procedure really can save their life. Now, notice I'm not even talking about diabetes right now. Right. Okay. But in all those other patients, I would still say, this is something you have to look at the same way that I'd look at any surgery. and. I take an example which may be extreme as an endocrinologist, and that is look at transgender surgeries. Mm -hmm. So transgender assignment, when people go for a sex change operation. Now, I'm saying this for a reason. It sounds a little bit um, like like shocking. Why am I saying that? Why would I compare a lap band or a gastric bypass to that? When we have patients, and we have those, that truly need to get a reassignment of their gender. Um, they're going to have to, you know, have breast removal, um, vagina change, build a penis, etc. all those things. Those patients have to go through a lengthy psychological review. Right. They have to have preparation for those kind of surgeries because the whole point of that surgery is as much as these patients truly will feel, feel like. that they need to have their gender assigned because they're not in the right body, mm. which – I agree with, for those who go through the process, it changes the rest of your life. This kind of surgery, in my opinion, needs to be vetted by the medical community, psychologists, social workers, physicians, nurses, in the same way. Because I call it lap band-aid, meaning you can band-aid it, we can do it, and yeah. In, a, in the next, you're going to lose 10 to 20 pounds every month for that next probably two years. But ain't nothing good going to happen after that if you don't change the core of what got you there. Yeah. This is why I think, <laughs> Jillian, you and I are on the same page, right? Thanks for that. Pat on the back. Okay. You and I are on the same Always. page because these are life-changing surgeries. And mm-hmm. if you lose weight. Yeah, you go off insulin and diabetes, let alone uh, cholesterol, your cortisol numbers, everything goes down. Terrific, fantastic. And isn't it great to get a window of opportunity if you're morbidly obese and you can really save your life and not die within those five years? But if you're somebody who is trying to lose weight, and even if you're obese or let alone overweight, isn't it better to have a really good workup to that? Meaning. You're going to change every single thing about your thinking, about how your family runs, about your job, about your home relationships, what keeps you up at night, what really is your meaning in life. I mean, I'm talking deep theological and philosophical right. stuff here. You've got to find your God out of food, into <laughs> health and exercise. You've got to find your God before you get your little lap band-aid. And I don't want to minimize it. One of the faults, I thought, I humbly say this, in this study was mm. it was funded not only by the companies that provide the surgical equipment, right. but, okay, but let's be fair, but several of the researchers were consultants to those companies and paid consultants. So, so that's, called, that's called good disclosure in scientific right. procedures, but it's not the way you run a clean study. So what we would like to see because I think that this study is important, as I said, for morbidly obese people. It does give them a second chance, but what we want to see is a clean, unbiased, funded study by, let's say, National Institute of Health, CDC, National Science Foundation. We want a peer-reviewed study with non-biased researchers, Uh and I'm not saying they're biased, it's just that you want a clean study, and here's the kicker, gals. We want to watch the outcomes five to ten years later. Okay. Right. Really important right. because if you see the rebound of what happens, and Jillian, oh, you seen, see this. Oh, my god, How gosh. many patients? Do, I've seen – I used to have people
0: on The Biggest Loser that had had lap band. They, they could eat through – I had an assistant that had had gastric bypass and would throw up after every lunch. Right. I mean, I've I've seen people who don't do the deeper work, like you were talking about, and still struggle with all those issues, only now they're throwing up, they've got malnutrition issues. So Dr. V, here's what I would yeah. ask you. Let's say, let's say, okay, this is great. We've right. got gastric bypass and your type 2 diabetes right. is, is going into remission. Right. This is simply because you're eating less, yes? Absolutely, so less c- calories in. Couldn't you just eat less then and work out and get the same result without cutting your stomach open and having
3: all of these side effects? Well, f- hard to do, but it's exactly the goal. Because if you can do it, you still have your stomach. You have your little (laughs) parietal cells, your gastrin cells, you make intrinsic factor. These are critical hormones made in the stomach. One of the things that concern me is when we look at teenage lap banding and gastric reduction, this is seen mostly in 15 to 18-year-olds. And what we're looking at is patients that are not even in full endocrine hormonal development yet. Now, they may be 300 pounds overweight, which we understand. Right. But there's something, despite just genetics, that has gotten that child oh, to absolutely. that level. So you've got a little kid still, if you will, right. under 21. Hormones aren't fully developed, has to restructure their life, so much work to do. Okay, you can give them a lease on life, but they're gonna live, please God, the next, what, 80 years mm-hmm. with a third of their stomach? What's going to happen with their B12 absorption, their vitamin K absorption, their vitamin D, their vitamin A, all these, all these nutrients? How do you get around that? That means you're now committed to supplements for the rest of your life. And you're a little chipper. Remember, for children, it's hugely psychologically important to fit in. And being obese certainly is not only a big health risk, yeah. but... It's a real emotional killer. So I'm like this with it, but I really have to say, just like if you were gonna tell a 16-year-old if they were gonna get breast augmentation or a nose job or put chin implants, what would you say? You'd say, let's really counsel, how do we do this? And you can say, well, those aren't for health reasons, and I do respect that as an endocrinologist. I really respect it. There is a place for this, but I, I was just thinking, as we were about to discuss this, If we keep looking for quick fixes, if we keep looking, and surgical outcomes are like this. You can get surgical outcomes like that. You can change your face. You can change your hair. You can change the way your ears are. You can change your hands. You can change everything about your body in a surgery like that. You can also change your stomach in a surgery like that. But does any of it really make sense unless you change what's going on in here and in here? And that's why I think this is very important surgery for many patients but if this is what our society has become to get rid of diabetes, wow, we're in serious trouble. And if you look at the healthcare crisis, and this is my last point, how many people do you think are actually going to be able to qualify and get this done? And I'm not, I never even thought about that. I, I didn't even think about that because I was always hoping it wasn't going to be a solution. And so think of the trillions of dollars right now going in our healthcare care budget. It's the largest por- portion of our gross dom- uh, domestic product. Now we're going to start doing surgery on a third of all Americans, and we didn't even include kids in that because all those studies are for 20-year-olds and over, all our, our incidence data on obesity. Where are we going to begin and end in this? So is it easy for me on a pulpit, or you, Jillian, or any of us to say, oh, diet and exercise? Yeah, it's easy. But at the same time, unless you start hitting those strings and putting programs in place. So what I'd say is rather than putting the program in place, get physical education back in the schools, get good nutrition back in there. Let's make foods as affordable, healthy foods as possible. Let's start working with our corporate conglomerates. And let's say, hey, we actually need to get fresh vegetables out there, really good protein bars, good drinks. All those things, I think, is where you put the money. Last point, and I said that was my last point, but this is it. (laughs) If you look on the freeway, how many times every, what, quarter mile, that you start seeing these huge ads per lap band, $480? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. This is the biggest caveat. If you need this, and as I said, it may be indicated, if you really need this, oh, my goodness, please go to a large academic center, get at least two opinions. I've seen people whose lives have been ruined from side effects, complications. We call them fistulas, where that connection they try and make doesn't connect they start oozing out gastric contents gastric fluids they have what we call fistulas they've got tubes where where poo where feces is coming out they've got tubes where acid is coming out and you can't sometimes close those in the long run so i'm not trying to paint too dismal a picture please do but i i wish you
0: would i I really
3: i'm I'm trying to say let's get at the crux of what this is what i as an endocrinologist would hate to see is that we are saying that that not children who are morbidly obese and their risk of death is really high in five years or adults. But what I'm trying to say is for the majority of us that are overweight, this is a band-aid. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr.
0: Van Hurley. And for those of you who do struggle with diabetes, type one, type two, please consult your endocrinologist as well and, and consider the safer, healthier options. Dr. V, thank you oh, so much, thank as you. always. You're incredible.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you very much. Thank you both. Wow.
0: And uh, Kelly is waiting to talk to you. Oh, awesome. Hi, Kelly. What's going on?
1: Hi. Nice to meet and talk with you, Jillian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. You too.
1: I admire all the things that you do to help people understand the importance of nutrition and eating organic. So I appreciate being able to talk to you. Thank you. Um, I know it seems kind of ironic that I'm calling you, actually, because I am a registered dietitian. Um, oh, excellent. But I'm also, I'm also a mother of two little boys, and I work full-time. Mm. And I am finding it difficult to lose my last 10 pounds. Um, I work out four to five days a week. I get up every morning at 4.30 and try oh. to put in 40 to 60 minutes. God. Um, and, but I, I kind of feel like I've got this mindless eating thing going on. And even as a dietitian, I'm really trying to figure out how to handle that.
0: What, what what do you mean by that? I well, I think I know what you mean, but can you give me a literal example?
1: Um, I I find myself eating throughout even when I'm at work. I'll eat throughout the day or, yeah. you know, just, you know, the the whole thought of with working full time and then also, you know, my husband and I raising the two kids, it's just been and both of us working. I think it's it's stress, obviously, but yeah. you know, and I do work with people, but um that I I, you know, talk to about it on a daily basis, but for some reason I can't figure out what my
0: problem is. (laughs) Well, you know, it's so, it's so interesting. Um, because those of us, I think who like Deepak Chopra once said to me, what I'm talking about, I'm working on. And you know, I, and I thought, God, I, I do the same thing. It's like, I write about what I'm living at the moment or what I've lived through. And then I go, Oh, I need to share this. Uh, and I think that we, you know, I got into being a trainer when I was younger because fitness had been so transformational for me. And I, w- I did struggle with my weight. And I, you know, it's possible for you that maybe this is your passion because you appreciate the importance of nutrition as prevention and uh, enhancing the overall quality of one's life. But it, it's, it's conceivable that food has become a vice or a coping mechanism for you. And uh, which, by the way, makes perfect sense as to why you would work in the fields, <laughs> to, to be honest. So if there is, by any chance, for any reason, any judgment or weird issues you feel about that fact, uh, I, I hope not. Be sure be sure to, to jettison that. Because if anything, it makes you more relatable and, and understand the people you work with that much more. Okay. Um, now... This is something that I find when I'm mindlessly eating. Uh, there are a couple things that sound like might, what I'm, there are a couple things I'm hearing from you. Number one is, you know, you're getting up at 430 in the morning to have a little bit of you time, to be Absolutely. able to work yourself out. That's, oh my gosh. I mean, that's, that's hard, pal. So I imagine the time you actually have to yourself to be able to nurture yourself, to be able to, uh, <laughs> Cater to yourself, spoil yourself a little bit is slim to none, and you're working full time and you're raising two kids, and so is your husband. Yeah. So, yeah. can you tell me where your where you're replenishing yourself, where you're spoiling yourself a little bit? Can you can you point to specific examples?
1: Honestly, I I, I feel like being able to get up at four four fifteen four thirty and working out is it's almost like a medicine for me. So it is a it is a reward for me. Um, but you know, I'll go get my hair done. But other than that lately, not, I guess not much. And my, that's my husband's biggest, (laughs) he always says I need to be doing more, um, outside of the family and work. So, well,
0: okay. You, you told me you get your hair done. Not often. All right. So like, if you were to ask me that question, here's what I'd say to you. Uh, Well, granted, I'm not managing two kids yet. Um, you know I'll be interested to answer this question for you in two months, but with that said, I've thought a lot about it by the way oh gosh, thank you hopefully hopefully that will be appropriate imminently but um and by the time this airs i'm i'm hoping so so yeah. with that said though, I've thought a lot about it right and i I do have fear of losing myself and just in the time you know when I go to Haiti and I'm with my daughter i you know, nothing else exists. Now, I don't have anyone there to help me. I don't have, you know, anyone, not a spouse, not a nanny, not a family member. It's just me and my daughter at a guest house. We don't even have a car. We're kind of like in this house together and we can't leave, which is a bizarre scenario. So, But with that said, I've thought a lot about, okay, how am I going to maintain my sanity? How am I going to find the time to work, to see my horse, to, to take care of myself? And I think that, You know, for moms, they're like, I don't have the money to hire a nanny. I don't have the time to do these things. And a lot of times what happens is we eat because we're like, I deserve this treat. I deserve something. And we eat because it's affordable and it's easy to squeeze in and it tastes good. Whereas you might say, oh, well, that's great. You want to get a massage? Okay, I don't have X amount of dollars to do that. Oh, really? You want me to get a massage? How am I going to steal an hour in my day? So I think it's very, very hard for moms to find ways of treating themselves and pampering themselves. But guess what? I think a big part of the solution here is going to be figuring that out, buddy. And, you know, we just did a segment recently about asking for help. And I don't know if it's going to other moms that you know and saying, look, let's take turns babysitting. Uh, saying to your husband, This is my time. This is your time. You know, this night, like you're with the kids. That night, I'm with the kids, reaching out to the in laws and asking them to babysit.
1: What? Unfortunately, everybody lives in the Midwest. We're kind of oh, beside my sister. We're God.
0: here by ourselves. So. Okay, your sister's there, though. Yes.
1: Yeah, That's lives about good. A
0: half hour away, yeah. Okay. Not far away, you said. Did I misunderstand? Yeah, about a half hour away. Okay, okay. Good, good, good. Okay. So. I, maybe I would do a trade situation where it's like, okay, I'll make you a deal. You take the kids these two days of the week, and I'll take your kids these two days of the week. Or maybe it's like, I, I really need your help right now. If you could do this for me, like I'll help you in another area. Maybe it's helping her with work or wherever it could be. But finding like three times during the week where you can... Either engage in a hobby that you love or get a massage or for me, you know, I love to ride my horse. I It doesn't have to be an expensive habit either. Whatever, you know, another thing I love to do is like look for beach glass, which luckily I'll be able to do that with the kids. But my my point is there are things we love to do that cost money and there are things that we love to do that don't. So whatever it is that you can that you love to do that you loved to do before the kids, that really is a luxury for you. You've got to start asking people to help you so that you can find the time. Otherwise, yeah, food is going to be the reward. Hmm. And okay. and that's, you know, that's not good. Now, 10 pounds, well, you're not huge. So this is, you know, this is not a... Like, I feel huge.
1: I've never... It's just the heaviest I've been well besides being pregnant, so... <laughs>
0: I, I understand that feeling. I, I really do. I mean, t- 10 pounds is not huge. But, I, but for somebody who's fit and a registered dietitian, when we're not in great shape, we're like, oh, my God. We have that, you know, that moment where it's like, whoa, I, I, you feel like you've let yourself go. And you know what? You have. Not physically. But you have, you've let yourself go. And you've prioritized everybody else's needs. You've let your needs Go. And I mean, do you? What do you think about this?
1: I, I feel like you're completely right, but I feel like as a mom, I don't know how to let that go. It's, um, it's it, when I am like away getting my hair done. I, I, I feel bad that my boys don't have me around because they're already missing me all day, and then I have to go take care of my hair at night, so, but I also see your point, it's just, um, it's just trying to get to there, I guess.
0: Okay, I understand that, that's such an American thing, by the way, that, that whole guilty thing, and we put it on each other as well, of like, you know, the boys need you, you crappy mom, or whatever it might be, but it's, it's very interesting, I was reading this book about French parenting, and the French parents, like, they make sure that they're okay, and their marriage is okay. And they're like, look, when I'm happy and the marriage is good, the kids are happy. But when you're running yourself ragged and you're not taking care of you, kids, no matter how old they are, I promise you, they feel it. They sense that. I can't tell you how many kids I've dealt with on Loser or, you know, whose client's children I've spoken to years ago, and they worry about their parents. And then the kids feel guilty that you're not taking care of yourself. So I just want you to try to do this. Just, just take little baby steps with this. Just okay. like, just try to, you know, as you stretch this emotional fabric a little bit and as you let yourself do more and you see that the husband is okay and the kids are okay, you know, that they're better when you're better, you've got to really begin to move into that uncomfortable space. You, you have to take that leap of faith and get uncomfortable with it. To become more comfortable with it. There's no I can't ease you into this. You you have to take the leap. You've got to put yourself there. But I'm telling you that when you do, you're going to start noticing all of these positive benefits and they're going to help you maintain these changes. Just try it. Try it. Try it for two weeks. Get yourself three times a week where you can really do and pamper luxury, meet your own needs, treat yourself two weeks. And at the end of the second week, I want you to call back in, I want you to email us, and I want you to let us know how it's going.
1: Okay, okay. And do you think um, body revolution is a good thing for me, or is that something for somebody that's a little heavier?
0: I don't think you need to spend the money. I I mean, like, here's the thing with body revolution. It's, It's for somebody who has a lot of weight to lose. Now, granted, if you used it, would you get in great shape? Absolutely, you'd need to up your calories because I, I, you know, the whole point is I want people to take off like fifty pounds. And like men, I don't want them to lose like fifty to seventy. Women, I want to lose like forty, thirty-five to fifty. So for someone like you, I would want you to be eating. You know, I put the calories at twelve hundred. I'd want you to be eating. You know, at least at least sixteen, eighteen hundred calories. You know, because you only really? want you only want five lose. feet tall. But sweetheart, <laughs> you want to lose ten pounds. You don't want to create a deficit of over five hundred calories a day. OK, because, rem- you know, remember, it's vanity pounds. So it's like we don't want to shut your metabolism down. You're, you're going to be burning probably twenty five hundred with your running okay. around and the working and the exercise. And so, I, I mean, at the very least, I put you at sixteen hundred. Whereas, like, okay. you could buy ripped in thirty and that would work perfectly for you. And it's ten dollars. Like, okay. I- again, body revolution is awesome. I'll s- you know what? I will send it to you as a gift from me to you. And like, I, I think again. you'd love it. I, I just don't. I, I'm going to say, like, look, it's one hundred and twenty dollars because it's 15 workouts and, you know, the equipment and the diet plan and all this stuff. So I don't like people to spend the money when they don't need to spend the money. If you have 10 pounds to lose, that's what ripped in 30 is for. You know, that's what my individual standalone DVDs do. But I'm going to get my assistant, Brittany, to contact you and she'll send it out to you as a gift from me to you. OK. Thank you. Now start asking for more help, like you just said that to me, and look what happens. (laughs) I appreciate it. My pleasure. You better start doing this. I want to report.
1: I will. I I definitely will. Definitely um, send you guys an email or call.
0: Thank you, honey. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Janice, you have her info right. Okay. We'll be in touch. Aw. God, these poor mothers. Oh, my God. They kill me. They break my heart. They, like... They feel so guilty when they don't. I wonder if I'm going to feel this guilty. I don't know yet. There's no way to know.
2: Of course you're going to feel this guilty. Of I, course you will. I feel bad when I have to leave Millie when I go to you. The dog, yeah. See, and she's got two... I get it when she's going to get her hair done and she feels bad about leaving.
0: But we I don't totally have a choice. Did. It's not an option. We've got to do it. We've got to take care of ourselves. Yeah, well, we do. And I'm a, No, but you like, take care of your dad. You're caretaking. It's the same thing. It's this. Trust me. It's the same thing. And I just, I I, I don't know. Moms, I mean it. You're not you're not helping anybody by letting yourself get spread so thin like that. You hear that woman is struggling and she's not satisfied. And let me tell you, the kids pick it up. I think that one of the greatest gifts my mom ever gave me is she was like, I got to get my nails done. You can come with me or you can stay home and watch cartoons i'm serious sometimes i went with her and i got my nails done with her and sometimes i stayed home and like played with my buddy and you know in the yard who lived across the street or sometimes i watched cartoons my mom went to the gym she had the best leotards (laughs) my mom i'm not kidding man she was like you know like the whole thing with the tights and the leotards and the and i by the way was so proud of her i was so proud of my hot mom i had a hot mom i was like that's my mom isn't she pretty You know, and she looked good and she took care of herself. And and then my mom went back to school and got her degree in psycho. she's a doctor, for God's sake, you know, and now I'm so proud that I have a mom who's a doctor. And she started when I was 13 going back to school. And, you know, so I guess I'm just saying, like, look, I was an only child, too. I didn't have a buddy to play with. So I figured it out. And. Your kids are going to figure it out, and then they're going to follow your example. They're going to take care of themselves in the same way. That's it. That's my speech. I can't wait to see how this is going to be for me with... <laughs> oh, please don't let me eat my words.
3: Please, no, God. No.
2: I think as long as uh, you can ask your mom for one of those leotards, yeah, and you wear that for however many children you end up having in really? your life, and then they can then I'm then say... I'm not having
0: more than two kids. No way. No, because no,
2: I want your kids to say... My mom wore a leotard. She was a hot
0: mom. <laughs> it was the 80s, you monster. <laughs> you monster. It's the 80s, it's the 80s. Okay, we got to go. Good, goodbye. Oh, I just said goodbye.
2: You said? Just I willingly. know, it's shocking. Yeah. I never heard you just say goodbye. I know, I just
0: willingly said goodbye. Well.
2: All right, well then. Well, fine. Tilly, Tilly, doo.